It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This Smith with the 1-0 is another Astros podcast. And Marwin hits it high in the air and deep to left field. It sends back Hernandez at the wall. See you later. See you later. Up go ahead. Three-run home run for Marwin Gonzalez. And the Astros down to their final out. Now lead it 3-1. to one. Just like that. And a huge contingent of Astros fans on their feet here at AT&T Park. Watching Marwin Gonzalez down to their last out. Send one deep into the seats in left field. Ripping the hearts out of the Giants fans. Well, A.J., a great win yesterday. It doesn't seem like very long ago. Back at it again today, but what a great ninth inning, the way it, it just kind of transpired with a couple of big walks. Yeah, you know, you go from from uh, feeling bad about the the Crawford home run and Charlie Morton coming out of the game. He pitched great. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden you get a walk. You get a little bit of life. Bregman gets a walk, and uh, and then Yuli has the good at bad. He draws the walk, and you're like, hey, you know, a single will tie it, a single will tie it, and then a one swing and a homer will win it. You know, it's like it's just so much of a range of emotion that um, our dugout erupted. You know, there's so many people in the dugout here because the bullpen's down here, the bullpen oh, yeah, coaches, right. Brockamani's down there, Collins. I mean, we've got our whole team in the dugout, and it erupted when Marwin, when Marwin's ball went over the fence. You get a runner on in the ninth inning. Are you tempted to try to steal a bag there? Or you want it just to to play it safe. Yeah. Depends on the pitcher how fast he is, right? Yeah. It also, it depends on the runner. You know, I think it's it's hard to leave outs on the bases at any time. It's definitely hard in the ninth inning. Uh, factor in the left-handed pitcher. You know, where it is literally a guessing game uh, in a lot of ways. Um, it probably isn't worth it just because. Uh, we're in the middle of our order. Now, the middle of our order is a little different now than it was before, but Yuli Gurriel coming up to bat, um, we felt really good about it. Marwin coming up to bat, we felt pretty good about it. Um, Tyler White was following him. So we had some right-handed hitters against a left-handed pitcher. Um, we weren't going to take any chances and you know double scores him in this ballpark. Yeah. What is it about Marwin, this uh, road trip in particular, that you're seeing with him offensively? A little bit of pitch selection. You know, he drew a couple walks in L.A. that, that – um, that were good sign for him. I think he's been a he's been largely trying to swing his way out of this this rut that he's been in. You know, the numbers don't do him justice on the scoreboard. Um, he has swung the bat a little bit better than that, but he still hasn't swung the bat the way he did last season. So, pitch selection is huge. I know that that goes without saying, but um, when he stays in the strike zone, and especially right-handed, he can he has got a ton of power to the pull side. Um, his left-handed swing has gotten a little bit better. Um, precisely because the pitches he's getting hit. Today's lineup looks a little bit different, and it's going to look like that for a little while, but Bregman at the top? Yeah, I mean, just Bregman as many at-bats as we can get him yeah. against a left-handed pitcher. I mean, I know it's Bumgarner, but it, the Bregman coming up to bat um, is is key. You know, we like the tone that's set by George Springer when he's at the top. Um, this is really no different. Put one of your best hitters at the top. It's the first hitter Bumgarner's going to face. Um, if we can mix and match at the bottom of the, the order, maybe Keuchel, you know, advances Marisnik on a bunt at some point today, that puts Bregman in a run-scoring opportunity, RBI opportunity. Um, but mostly it's about getting Bregman as many at-bats as possible. Hey, you know in our downtime how we like to make lists. 
I got Madison Bumgarner in my top five. I don't want to charge the mound on. You got, it, you got him up there? <laughs> yeah, I, I was told we weren't going to use a DH today, and then I look at his swing, and I'm like, you know, they're using a DH over there. So um, probably not a guy you want to you want to charge. I know the Dodgers are pretty good at, at, at disrupting him and getting him a little bit angry. Yeah, so maybe right. maybe we'll poke at the monster a little bit, but nobody quite go out to the mound. Yeah. All right, Keiko pitching today. What have you seen from him? His last eight starts or, or something like that. I mean, he looks really good. He does. His, his his command and control has been excellent. He's been able to throw what he wants, where he wants it. And and I love the fact that he's back to being a, fa- a fastball dominant pitcher. Okay. Now, his fastball is not uh, 95, 96, 97 like Morton or, or Cole or Verlander. Um, but he's got two different ones. One that really moves, keeps the ball on the ground. And then this four-seamer has been pretty good. Um, he got burned early in the season on a lot of breaking balls, a lot of cutters and and him trying to be a little bit too fine. He's a fastball first guy, ball in play, uh, on the ground usually. That's That plays very well in this park. The second time and third time through, it looks like he can make adjustments and, and turn into a different pitcher. He does because the changeup plays later in the game. And once he gets guys in swing mode, then he can really disrupt timing. So um, this shouldn't surprise anyone. This is a this is a guy who's won a Cy Young and, yeah. and done very well for uh, you know the majority of his major league career. Uh, but getting him settled in and, and the different look that he gives compared to our power righties is huge. All right, AJ, thanks a lot. Uh, good luck today. And Kemp hits it in the air pretty deep to right center field. It sends back Hernandez at the wall, looks up, and that ball is gone. Tony Kemp goes deep for the fourth time this year, and it is to 3-2 Dodgers. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Tony Kemp. Homer, your fourth of the year coming at Dodger Stadium on Sunday, but it wasn't just any home run. You homered off a, a guy you know pretty well, your former college teammate at, at Vanderbilt, Walker Bueller, who got the start for the Dodgers. Obviously, you knew you were going to be facing him. Was there any trash talk before that game or anything like that? No, no trash talk, but, uh, you know, it's all good fun. You know, he stuck me out in the first that bad, and, uh, you know, he's got a good fastball. He used his pitches well that day, and, uh, you know, he left the 1-0 slider down and in, and uh, you know, I just tried to put my best swing on it and uh, went over the fence. Didn't think I quite got it that well, but uh, I guess I had some help from the win. What was your first thought after you hit the home run? Were you thinking, hey, I just I just took one of my college teammates deep? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I guess it really didn't settle in quite, you know, quite yet. You know, maybe now that we're having this interview, it does, and I can kind of smile about, smile about it. But, you know, it was tough. Tough getting that loss that day, but, uh, you know, you know, we're looking to bounce back today. But, yeah, it's going to be good to have some bragging rights for the offseason. If I understand correctly, you basically mentored Walker Bueller, at least hosted him when he first got to Vanderbilt. You were, what, a couple of years ahead of him? Yeah, he came in as a freshman. I was a sophomore, and, uh, you know, Corbin has this thing where he likes, you know, if you're a sophomore or junior to have, you know, someone younger than you, you can kind of mentor and, you know, make sure they're getting their job their job done other than, like, the advisors and stuff. So, yeah, Walker was my mentor or whatever, you, whatever you call it. Yeah, so I was his mentor for a year. So what um, what was he like when he when he first got to school? Was was he a pretty confident guy? Is he kind of what the way he is now? Yeah, he's very type B, relaxed. Uh, doesn't let too much stuff get to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- I think that's why he's good now. Uh, you know, he's got a short term memory and uh, he's got electric stuff. And coming off of his surgery, you know, you can see that he's really confident in his stuff. And even as a freshman, he was, uh, you know, very excited to be on the field. And uh, you know, I'm happy for him. 
Now, you were on a Vanderbilt team that, that went to the College World Series first time in school history. They wound up winning the College World Series with Bueller on the team after, after you left. What was that accomplishment like, getting to the College World Series for the first time in school history? Yeah, it was good. Uh, you know, it was one of those things that you're just excited that you can, you know, be a part of. And, you know, especially when it in 2014, you know, those guys did a great job. And, uh, you know, you kind of feel like you're like the stepping stones of them getting there. So, uh, you know, you kind of feel a part of it. But, you know, you can't say enough about what Coach Corbin's doing with those group of guys over there. When you guys, the year you guys went to the College World Series, going into this season, was there a thought, hey, we, we can do this, we have a, we have the talent to, to do something that's never been done here before? Yeah, we definitely had a good core. Uh, you know, me being a freshman and, uh, you know, walking into a, a bunch of different things that I didn't quite understand. And, uh, you know, we had a bunch of good upperclassmen, Sonny Gray, Kirk Asale, who's he's with the Reds mm-hmm. right now. We had a bunch of older people who, you know, really understood the game and, uh, you know, we did a great job. You, know, you can't say enough about, you know, going for the first time in school history and then, and then winning it the next year. So uh, it's uh, those memories you'll never forget. Where are you still close with, with a few of your, your former Vanderbilt teammates? Yeah, very close. You know, in the off seasons, uh, my house is about 10 minutes away from the 10 minutes away from the stadium. So it's cool to see that uh, you can, uh, you know, be that close to Vanderbilt and, and still have, uh, you know, that connection. Now, you, I know you work out there in the offseason, and I, I'd imagine there were guys who were already in the big leagues or working their way through pro ball who were working out at, at Vanderbilt when you were a student. Is it kind of amazing to you now thinking, hey, I remember looking at those guys and kind of idolizing, admiring those guys, and now I'm one of them? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that still hasn't sunk in yet. I just still feel like a, a kid trying to go out there and, you know, prove that, you know, I can play the game baseball and, you know, play it at a high level. So, you know, our team is grinding right now. And, uh, you know, I think that we're just going to have to come together and uh, keep grinding at the way those at-bats and uh, get wins any way we can. Tony Kemp, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. The Houston Astros Radio Network. See you later! A grand slam for Evan Gaddis! Robert Ford and Steve Sparks. Hey, gets to take the slow jog, clearing the bases. Evan Gaddis. Is it just me, or does Evan Gaddis remind anyone else of Captain Caveman? The Houston Astros. A beard the size of Texas. Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.